The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, it's Joe Five. It's uh, it's a Monday. It's the Monday. Yeah, it is, Andrew. Yes, it is. It's Monday. Monday. Look at that. We made it through the weekend. Barely. <laughs> How was yours? Pretty good. I know you were socially engaged. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we had a couple of get-togethers Friday night with some friends, and then a barbecue at another friend's house on Saturday afternoon. Oh, it's lovely. Sunday went to the cemetery. Oh. And, well, it's the anniversary. Uh, the anniversary is that what you call it? No. What is that? Okay. Um, that's that weird. That's the Eagles. I thought for um, an awful second there that was the CSI thing. No, thought, no, no, not now. No, um, the the anniversary of my father-in-law's uh, passing is ah. tomorrow, and so we took my mom-in-law out uh, to the to the cemetery. I see. Spent some time out there, and then oh my goodness, did you know that there's a farmers market over by South Edmonton Common on the weekend? I did not. Oh my gosh. Where? Like where, way back by the, the yeah, so not where the uh, stores are, but back kind of where the government buildings are, tucked in. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, further down. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of fruit there. How did you know to go there? Because my mother-in-law told me. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, they know peach. these things, yeah. She wanted some peaches. So we went and uh, wandered around there for uh, a little while. Yeah, it was just good. Just a nice, busy, fun weekend. What about you? Well, Friday night was the bend. Yes. Um... With friends, met friends there, and then Hunter got off work, and we threw some darts. Then I wrestled with Pizza Hut's app. I I tweeted about it, which is funny. I tweet about... Pizza Hut is right across the parking lot. I know, but I was playing darts, so we wanted to... You know, have it ready for us when we finished so that the Uber could arrive at the same time or grab whatever. Like, you have to... It's a coordinated effort to get there. We don't want to, you know, be standing and... No, you wouldn't want to wait. Well, no, because it takes 30 minutes, right? So... And I suppose I could have left the game at some point, but it was, we tried it online, we tried it on the app, whatever. But, it, you know, I say oftentimes... You can if, just call them. To no, they don't answer their phone. And that's that's the other issue. They well, just let the phone ring and ring and ring at no, that outlet. Well, no, you don't call it directly. You call the main number, tell them that you want it for that outlet, and then no, pick pizza, it up. No, I don't think Pizza Hut does yeah, that. Yeah, they do, because no. I order it there really, all the time. I, yeah. Mm. Okay, guess we could have done that. We shouldn't anyway, have to. Whatever, so we shouldn't have to be. There shouldn't have to yeah. be a workaround if you've got to an get app, pizza, yeah. right? Uh, but it simply wasn't working. But to me, you know, the interesting part about that was that that was Friday, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We have yet to see Pizza Hut respond to it on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Wow. But again, like how many times if you're going to have a social media presence, actually have a social yeah. media presence. But I took the most of the uh, pushback on that one from people saying, well, why don't you get a real pizza? And why don't you order from Royal? And yeah, no, I would love to do all those things. I probably should have done that. It was I too like late. I like Pizza Hut pizza. Well, I like their stuffed crust. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, in the end, we didn't get it from there because we just, we literally could not get hold of them. Yeah, so we, Boston Pizza's across the street, so we did that instead. Uh, f- Saturday, I went fringing. Oh, yeah. What Did you go see a show? I saw uh, Heirloom Toys. And? Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there was a story to it was the only thing. I, You know, you go see a play, and then you have your own opinion of it, and then you go back and look at the reviewer's opinion to mm. sort of see. And um, in the reviewer's opinion, he, she, I don't recall, described what the story was. <laughs> and we kind of went, oh, 
<laughs> Didn't know there was a story. Okay. Well, so two out of five? I would have given it two and a half out of yeah, five. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, if it was kid-friendly, which was mm. maybe for a parent, I would give it maybe a four out of five or a three and a half out of five because it's a great show to take to your mm-hmm. kids. No one speaks during it, and there's a lot of... No one speaks? No, there's no talking at all. So at times you're kind of like, mm, not sure what's going on right now, but somebody's jumping around. Got my back waxed on Sunday, and today is Maddie's birthday. It's Maddie's birthday. 23 years old. Yeah. You got your back waxed. Yeah, it was unexpected. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, that wasn't planned. We didn't hear about it last week. Exactly. And I normally like to anticipate these things and get, you know, uh, get some enthusiasm worked up among our listeners. But no, um, Carol at noon on Sunday just suddenly turned to me. We were in the office working, and she turned to me and said, can you be ready in half an hour to get your back waxed? I was like, uh, yeah, I get, jumped in the car and drove there and did it. She's friends. Well, it's it's Maddie's partner. That's where Maddie does her lashes. So I guess she had texted her saying, oh, Andrew needs to, you know, and she was like, well, tell her I'm here right now. I met her at and, the market recently. Yes, you did, Carla. Yes, Carla. Very lovely lady. She is nice. Yes, very nice lady. We so, had, yeah. We had a very odd conversation right in the middle of 104th Street. Didn't That's involve all I have me to say at all, about that. No, it wasn't you at all. Okay, good, no. good. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> um, you talked about the fringe. We have fringe passes to give away today. We oh, have nice. uh, tickets for two people to go to two shows. So we'll do that. We actually have that all week. And you know what else? What else? You know that Chicago band? Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're coming to town. They're coming to town September nice. 5th. Nice. That Chicago band. That's your new Chicago. They're coming to town uh, September 5th playing the Jubilee. And you know they have this song? Twenty-five or six to four, right? Okay, so we have a contest. We have a contest uh, all week that we're going to be giving away Chicago tickets at twenty-five or twenty-six to four on oh, our show. How clever is that? I know, right? So uh, what you'll have to do is uh, right out of the, that uh, three thirty news. We'll probably play the uh, six thirty jet afternoon news. We're going to play the tune. You're going to have to identify it. A tune. Ah, tune, okay, just great. one. Great. And then uh, you'll be off to see Chicago. Okay, and by you, you mean a listener, not me, right? That's right. Okay, because you said you as you were looking at me, and I thought, oh, no, don't put that kind of pressure no, on me. No, although I, I think even you, Andrew, would, would be able to, to guess this one. Maybe. It's pretty easy. Um, I want to uh, wish you a happy uh, National Radio, Radio Day. Day. Did you know that was a thing? Well, there's a, a, a day f- for everything, Well, right? so why I wouldn't there be one for radio? I did not radio? know that it was Radio Day. It is, and uh, it's funny, National Radio Day. Did you know 71% of people listen to their radio in the car? Two out of three people listen to the radio every single day. And And we thank you for it. Yes, and thank you for doing that. Now, this wouldn't apply to us, I don't suppose. Uh, 56% of women and 35% of men sing along to the radio. Well, you might have been singing to that song. (laughs) Possibly. Uh, 59% of women and 76% of men are listening when uh, when one of us says, don't touch that dial. So they listen through the commercials. And speaking of that, how about this? 9% of people recently surveyed said, you know what radio stations don't do enough of? What? That they were serious. Play, in a, play commercials. Play commercials. Mm. So I guess for some shows or stations, commercials mm. are quite popular. 
which, you know, they're popular with us, too. They're very popular with us. I, they I help pay the bills. They, they help, yeah, <laughs> get me that check every couple of weeks. So, yeah, we're happy with that. When you think about it, though, um, and, and when we, we've we talked about it on this show and about what I think the power of radio and certainly how things have changed over the years. At one time, uh, television, for example, was only at 6 o'clock. You waited mm-hmm. for the 6 o'clock news. Then, then next thing you know, you have, you have the morning news, you have noon news, you have 5 news, you have 6 news, you have 11 o'clock news. It's just news all the time. And online now, your, your news is just constant. But you think about radio and for how many years um, that... That was where people went for their entertainment, whether it was listening to shows on the radio and some of the significant things that have happened in the world that you've learned through radio. That's true. Uh, I've learned a lot about radio. I know I'm not even trying to be funny here. I've learned a lot about radio working here (laughs) that I didn't really think about or realize before. And I'm only saying it now because it is National Radio Day. So if if today's not the day to say it, to say it, what is there's three major advantages that radio has over television and over print. print. Um, We're immediate. We can do it right now because we don't have to film anything. We just have to flip the mics on. We don't have to print anything or write anything. We can just flip the mics on so it's immediate. Uh, Number two, we can take more time with it than television can. And anyone who's ever, you know, time a story sometime on television and see how long they devote, you know, an interview is maybe two minutes long. That's about as much as you can give on television, two to three minutes, right? There was, yeah, there was a time when there used to be more in-depth pieces. Like, you look yep. at the 60 Minutes and stuff like that. That is, that's not a, right. on a local level, not a whole lot of that going on. And we don't have to wait for a specific time mm-hmm. to bring you news. Yeah. You know, again, television can break in with breaking news, but it takes some setup in order to do that. And, of course, print. Although these days, of course, uh, you can go online with breaking news. The mm-hmm. newspapers can. One of the things I also find about um, radio is uh, it's quite intimate. And mm. intimate in the way of, um, you know, you, you're coming right into someone's home or their, their car, but they're also sharing. I think there's a, a slight anonymity, which at times is, mm, is that's good. That's true as well. Because people are willing, I find, to call and talk to us and we're having you know some sometimes some deep conversations about whatever yep. it is but they're willing to share um a little bit more willingly i think uh through radio than they are necessarily on television because your face isn't there well i hadn't thought about that but you know to take that a step further you can't phone carol ann devaney or gord stanky during his broadcast mm-hmm. and say what you think of the story yes but you can phone us yeah. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that before, but it's true. I mean, you can tweet uh, or whatever, but who's to say when they'll read it or see it Mm -hmm. or if they'll see it at all, right? In a newspaper, you can do the same thing. You can write the editor, but in radio, you can actually phone and interrupt the person in the middle of... The immediacy of of it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's pretty amazing. So, And having, you know, you've been on television, you've done television. I did television for 18 flipping years, um, 10 years now in radio, and it's, it's a learning curve. It's different. It sure they're is. very different. Everyone thinks that they're, I think that, that there's a lot of similarities. They're actually quite They are. Different. I would think they're quite different. And you know, the other thing too is the immediacy of uh, radio also means you can immediately call somebody an, idi- an idiot. So that's... Yeah, that's always fun. That's helpful as well. Yeah. You can think it of somebody on television and you can write it to somebody in print, but oh, on, on radio you can tell Oh them no, right trust me. They, they write, they <laughs> send it in on television too. Somehow they find your email or whatever it is. Um, you you know what? One of the things that on on this show we have talked about a lot um, with you, Chedville, is um, cycling. 
yeah. bike lanes, cyclists, the rules of the road. Why don't they do this? Why don't we do that? All of that. And so we were sitting around on, I think it was late last week, Wednesday, Thursday, started talking, said, you know what we need to do? We should get some cyclists, some avid cyclists in and pick their brain on kind of the state of where we are in the city with all of those things. And mm-hmm. hey, we, we'll be the first ones to admit it. We've been not happy at times quite a bit with... Well, it's pretty easy to criticize, and yeah. I've certainly spent a great deal of time criticizing how the city has implemented bike lanes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've talked about, you and I have talked about this for weeks now, about we really need to have a day in which we get somebody in who's pro-cycling mm-hmm. to balance the conversation. Because our listeners don't balance the conversation on that one either. No, Typically, no. you know, they tend to agree that the bike lanes have just been a big problem. And, and with the accident that happened out in Sherwood Park, you know, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about those tacks that were thrown down on the bike lanes downtown. It seems like there's... I want to talk about why they ride in packs. Are they supposed to ride in packs or single file? Right. You know, what about everyone says they should be insured? What happens if someone... Right. All of those things. All of those conversations, yeah. And would they or would they not be in yeah. favor of those So things? we're we're doing it today. Okay, cool. We're doing it today. We're going to do it at uh, 2.30. Dr. Darren Markland, who is an avid cyclist, and Alan Schweitz, who is the former president of the Alberta Bicycle Association, going to join us in studio. So if uh, if you have a question, if you have a comment, you know what to do. Text us 630-630. The phone number here, 496-0063. Exciting. I've got, well, two things. Of course, uh, this week is a short week for me, but mm-hmm. not for the show. I'm leaving on uh, Friday morning to go down to Tampa to start a vacation at the Yay. end of the summer, a cruise. Um, but also my uh, graphic artist, who is uh, also my oldest daughter, uh, just texted me to say that um, that our buttons are live to buy tickets. Our tickets are not on sale yet, but the buttons have gone live. Mm. So we test them a few days before to see if the links will all work. But it's exciting because Very another good. festival's coming Countdown up. Countdown is on, my gosh, like two months away. Yeah, not even. Yeah. It sneaks up on us every year. Like as much preparation work as we do, it sneaks up on us. You were talking about going on this cruise, and I saw this story today. Can you believe yeah, that? I can. Because uh, well, we've, you know. We've talked about people falling off cruise ships, right? And I find it, she says she was... This lady says, oh, I was just sitting on my deck and I fell off the ship. I'm like, come yeah. on. The explanation's a little uh, flawed for sure. A British woman, she was 10 hours mm. in the Adriatic Sea. Um, her name's Kay uh, Longstaff. She's 46. And as you just said, I was sitting on the deck of the Norwegian Star <laughs> cruise ship when I fell in the water. Yeah. What? Big yeah. breeze, was there? <laughs> you were straddling the... Yeah, come on. You know, come on. It's hard to fall off those things uh, if you're not monkeying around. Uh, She was floating 95 kilometers off the coast of Croatia when rescued. Uh, Lucky to be alive, she says, which is true. Oh, my gosh. Um, She's in hospital now, Receiving treatment, treatment, but treatment, uh, treatment. She's expected to be uh, just fine. And I looked it up. So statistically, and I know we talked about this once mm-hmm. before. I was trying to. Nobody knows for sure what the number of occasions are, or occurrences are, of people falling off ships because the ships are in international water, so therefore they are not obligated to report it. Uh, Some do, some don't. Uh, So statistics are gathered by people who get media attention Mm -hmm. and say, hey, Mm -hmm. my girlfriend fell off the ship or my husband jumped or whatever. Um, But by all estimations, based on reports, uh, 270 people 
have gone overboard on cruise ships uh, between 2000 and 2016. 2016. Um, the highest number of incidents is historically always on Carnival. Mm. And uh, the highest... Party ship. Uh, yeah, the, and a young ship, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the highest uh, number was 27 in 2015, which is basically, what, one every mm-hmm. two weeks, right? Uh, followed by 25 in 2009. Uh, this woman spent 10 hours, says that she kept herself alive by singing to herself and treading mm-hmm. water. The water was, lucky for her, fairly warm this time of year. Right. So... See, because I in looking this up, and I, I knew, you know, when when you sent me that story, I thought, oh, i, I got to get some facts together. Because last time I made the bold claim that it happens more often than you think. Um, and then I couldn't quite back up the story. But in reading this, it was sort of a bit of a rabbit hole for me this morning. Mm. Because, again, I've got a cruise coming up, so I got interested. Um, you are likely not to survive a fall from a cruise ship. But the most likely reason for your death will be to hit something on the mm, way down. Yeah. So you'll die before you hit the water. Then the next most likely cause of death will be the water itself. You'll be dead within minutes if it's cold, which in this case it wasn't. And then after that, if you survive the fall and the water's okay, you have about a 30% chance of being rescued. And at night, that goes down to well, someone practically has to be, nothing. Someone has to be there to see it happen, too. Right. So they, the ship does not stop on a dime. Mm-hmm. It will turn back and try and find you if you're, if you're reported overboard. But it... it it's you know it's got a long wide turning radius and by the time it turns it could be miles from where you oh, actually yeah. fell right so interesting we, stuff we i've tra- seen it on ships i've seen guys hanging off balconies and stuff like that the idiots my oh, you know what my own son once not hunter but dave walked between balconies like and i i don't think i've ever yelled at him like that i waited for him to be landed again so as not to scare as him as an adult he was like 20 okay, 21 well. but he's just you know it's what 20 and 21 year olds do right like he was showing off for his at that time girlfriend his wife now and he just slipped over that but you know at any point in time if that wave hit right at that moment or the ship just rocked a little bit or he just grabbed the wrong thing or that's stupid i had nightmares about it, it almost ruined my vacation mm-hmm. because i kept thinking about mm-hmm. what would have been the outcome Absolutely. if he'd have fallen off right I mean, that would obviously just disastrous, right? I mean, he's since, you know, I've, we've talked about it since, and he's, you know, told me what an idiot he was for doing that. He's in his 30s now. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't tried it since. No, I'm hoping We not. don't think so. We did, uh, we turned around and rescued people on a ship. I know, once. that's yeah. funny, eh? And it was a Norwegian. And they actually found them. Yeah, so we, we went... But it wasn't from your ship, though, right? No, they were, like, off the coast of Cuba. There were people trying to get away from wherever they were in a little raft in the middle of the ocean, and they were spotted, and I was having a nap, and I can remember, you, you know when the ship slows you down sure and do. can change it. Yeah. And then I went up there, what's going on? I've got all these pictures. You know, they get the little transfer boats out there, and I, I had all these pictures, but it took a long time. You do that big turnaround, mm-hmm. and then you miss the next whatever. But it was something else to see. There was just these three guys in a look like a wooden really eh? box that we rescued in the middle yeah off the coast of, i think it was off the coast of, coast of cuba actually. well you know the urgency with which you have to report somebody overboard is oh, there yeah. right but if you were in I, I think about this every time i walk into a stateroom and this is probably our sixth cruise mm-hmm. but we we've taken several years break from yeah. cruising i always think how though 
Like, do you pick up the phone and dial zero? Like, how do you? I mean, if you're on deck, you start yelling, and, yeah, yeah. and a crew member will see and you. I think that's what you would do. Or there's got to be some alarms. There's alarms. There's, there's there. not an overboard alarm in your stateroom. Like, I wonder if you'd hate to be put on hold. <laughs> you know, we're we're experiencing higher than anticipated call volume. Your anticipated <laughs> wait is 17 minutes. Yeah, at that point, you're like, you know what? That guy's on his own. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to laugh at. It is about. a terrible thing to laugh at. Okay, 2.30, Eileen Bell has the uh, 2.30 news coming up on the other side. We're going to talk cycling. Cycling, what's happening in the city of Edmonton. Your thoughts at 6.30, 6.30, the phone number 496-0063. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.